0: It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to another show of Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with me today. You know, I am very excited about the next couple of months. We are getting some brand new, spectacular show hosts coming onto Law of Attraction Radio Network platform, such as my guest tonight, Salera Starr, and she's coming to us all the way from. The the uk she too is a law of attraction expert and she's gorgeous to boot her new show is called manifesting made easy i have heard from many who can't stop talking about Solaris star because she has so many phenomenal insights into the law of attraction she is really terrific you're going to need to listen to her show and we also have the fabulous mark boldazar coming onto the network with his show called The Wizard Way of Manifesting. It's really incredible and it will really bring you great insights into the power behind the Law of Attraction. Two new powerful shows for you to listen to, and I know that you're going to love. So just go to loaradionetwork.com and visit our new show host. Then you can just listen by downloading the mobile apps for your phone and voila you've got it all also i want to remind you about the cruise to cabo san lucas coming up in february and i need you to get the deposit of a hundred dollars as soon as you can we are bringing some fabulous speakers and guess what the covid restrictions are now gone so we're good to go just take your vitamin d and c and Take it two weeks before we depart, and you will be very protected. Also, I'm dedicated to bringing you information that perhaps you may not find elsewhere, especially if it has to do with your health. Why do I do this? Because if you're not feeling well, it affects your mind. So, using the law of attraction here, We want to protect you from getting sick. I think the law of attraction has everything to do with health and well-being. So we want to keep you on the course with wonderful vitamins that may actually increase your ability to think clearly and to manifest that which you intend. Now, this week, I found a great article by Dr. Robert Malone, who I have been following for the last two years. He is a well-known inventor of mRNA vaccine and DNA vaccines. I have been telling you about the lack or low amount of vitamin D being the culprit allowing COVID-19 to enter your body. And we are hearing reports that those who got the COVID vaccinations are now the ones who are getting COVID. Not so much those who are unvaccinated. Who would have thought? So I wanna share with you these simple protocols for people who have had the COVID vaccination to actually prevent them from getting COVID. And you may have already noticed that there are really healthy people who happen to be dropping dead all of a sudden like people in their 20s and 30s. So this protocol is to keep you healthy, especially for those who have had the jab. You know the old adage, the more you know. Well, it rings very true today. Please get a pencil and paper to write this information down and pass it around to any and all who have had the COVID-19 vaccination. This is the first information that I found that will dramatically help people to possibly not contract the negative effects from the vaccine. Here is Dr. Robert Malone's website. It is www.rwmalone.com. And this is where you will find the simple protocol and the reasons behind it. And this is especially important for all of those who have had the COVID-19 vaccination. You need to take these three vitamins daily and you can get them from your health food store. The first one is vitamin K2-MK7. You need to take 100 micrograms per day. The next one is magnesium glycinate and you need to take 400 micrograms per day and then the third one is taurine. It's 1,000 to 1,500 milligrams per day split into two or three doses. Now here is why vitamin K2-MK7 will help you. Vitamin K2-MK7 is pretty much a miracle supplement, according to a new peer review, as having a role in boosting peripheral neuropathy, reducing bone fracture risk, and improving cardiovascular health. Now, the second one is magnesium. Oral MG supplementation improves the cells lining various organs and cavities of the body, especially the blood vessels. So taking vitamin D in high levels or being deficient in vitamin K2 can actually lower magnesium stores in the body and contribute to the deficit. So magnesium is an important supplement if you are taking vitamin D. So please remember that. Now taurine, T-A-U-R-I-N-E, improves vascular tone and blood pressure modulation based on experimental human studies it is well established that supplementation of taurine prevents the development of hypertension in several animal models and this is really important whether you've taken the jab or not this is what you need to be aware of and it sounds like we all need to be taking some of this okay so That is my spiel on the newest information. You need to know if you've had the COVID-19 vaccination. I think we all need to shift the way we think and get away from the medical porn going around. Our minds can create situations or they can prevent situations. And as I stated before, the more you know, the more your well-deserved well-being will continue to grow around you. For the last two years we have learned more about the power that the human body possesses intuitively and that is where I want to direct you. Western medicine and the doctor cannot do anything if they don't ask the right questions. When COVID first struck and many started getting it, I always felt like something was off. The media was showing us things that were perhaps not true. But in the day and age of the internet, you cannot help but to be exposed to the real truth. And I think that is what the government is not understanding. The flow of information is non-stop. And when you find the answers, you will know intuitively what may work for you and what may not work for you. You have to go with your gut. And that's why you possess that very powerful intuition. It's why the power behind the intuition needs to be taught in every elementary school. And that's why programs like this, Law of Attraction Radio Network, is so vital to keep you going strong. We don't have your answers because truth is, you have your own answers. You are powerful, and yet there's nothing more powerful than those who gather together in the name of peace, love, and well-being that is the actual true definition of religion gathering together in the name of peace love and in the spirit of well-being isn't this the real definition of God then yes because together we are God because we know the idea that God stands for is not religion but it is for the power of good just look at the word good G-O-O-D that is what is overemphasized that is the true definition that God is good we are all the good that consists of God therefore we are all god it's not a religion it's the essence of life so there you have it we just simplified the age-old question of who is god what is god and that is why we have the power to create to attract to us that which we believe we can does this all make sense to you just never assume that you're not powerful in fact the reason why detriments come into your life is for you to remember your personal power of good the power of God within you okay so I said my spiel now let's take a fast break and then we're going to be right back with Solera Star you are going to love her hi there Jules here you know in today's uncertain times it is imperative that we stay healthy and how do we do that well one way is by growing your own delicious vegetables there's a product that i want you to know about whether you live in an apartment or house it's called the wiki planter and it comes complete with its own organic soil and organic algae plus plant food all you need to do is add your desire plant, like lettuce, onions, carrots, and voila! All of a sudden, you have fresh, healthy vegetables at your disposal. Now, what makes the wiki planner so unique is that it has its wicking reservoir system with a water level indicator to let you know when it's time to add food and water. The organic algae plus plant food mixed with water is fed to your plants so that they will grow healthy, tall, and lush. The wiki planner takes all of the guesswork out of growing your own food and it comes complete with instructions for ease of use for the ultimate success in growing fresh veggies go to www.resurgent.store and place your order now while there's still time once again go to www.resurgent.store because there's no time to waste you'll be glad you did well, welcome, Solara, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio and to Law of Attraction Radio Network. I am so thrilled that you have your own show on Law of Attraction Radio Network. It's fabulous. I've been hearing great things and I'm so glad you're with us.
1: It's so lovely to be with you and, uh, you know, talk about manifestation because I've been getting your emails through for a little while and I'd always felt drawn and I was going to connect with you actually for for quite some time. And then when you sent the email out, I was like, boom, there we go. I'm ready. Let's do this.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm so glad I sent that out. I am so thrilled. I mean, literally, people are telling me how fantastic you are and they're listening to you, I think you've already got response. And, and oh, my goodness, it's like, you were meant to be on this network, and you're conveying so much wonderful information, things that, you know, that actually, some of us have never even thought of. So it's like, you're bringing this new fresh air to the law of
1: attraction. Oh, that's a lovely thing to say. And it's been quite a journey, actually, learning all of it. Um, You know, so it feels really good having had to learn all of it for my own kind of survival, well, from survival into thriving, of course. But in the beginning, it was out of sheer desperation that I, I had to make the law of attraction work because it was sink or swim.
0: You know what? I think that's what most of us, we get into such this problem area of our lives And it's like, I give up, I give up, I don't know what else to do. Do you think that that is the point where we do begin to pick up the real meaning of life and the law of attraction?
1: I do, definitely. Uh, Certainly for me, it was uh, a real eye-opener when I discovered it. I I had all these mixed feelings. I was really excited because I was like, oh, my God, you mean I get to create my reality? So on one hand, I couldn't wait. I felt like I had all this magic at my disposal. And then on the other hand, I felt really cross because I thought, how on earth could you let me go my whole life making a complete mess of everything? (laughs) And now you tell me? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, I that's an eye opening experience, because I think we all go through that. It's like, wow, did I mess up my life? And I didn't know I kept on blaming other people. And yet I never stood back and took full responsibility for my own action. And I think that's the real mind blower that everybody experiences, don't you think?
1: Definitely. I mean, in the beginning, when I found out that it, you know, I was responsible for everything, and because I was a real blamer, I'd spent my life in victim mode. It was everyone's fault. You know, I didn't know about taking responsibility. So I didn't know that I didn't know. But when I did know that I didn't know, I, my mind was blown. I, it was like I, my, I, my heart sunk. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, you know, you mean that I'm, I'm responsible for everything that I'm experiencing and it's not his fault or her fault. And it was like, well, yes, I was, it, it just blew my mind. I mean, it was great in one respect because it was the key to freedom. It meant that I could really, truly find my inner strength, my inner power, take control of my life. But in that moment, when I discovered it, I was mortified because in some respects, it felt easier, even though it wasn't, it was an illusion. It felt easier that it was everyone else's fault, because it meant I didn't have to do anything to take responsibility for it. But when I realized that it was me, I was like, uh, okay, well, I don't really know what to do now. But it was the most enlightening part of the process. And I think that's true kind of spiritual warrior, if you like, is when, you, when, when you're when you willing to see yourself and take that responsibility, that's when the game really changes, I think.
0: I think you're absolutely right. And sometimes we just have to wait until that boulder hits us right in the face for (laughs) us to even grasp it. I mean, we have to get so bad in our victimhood. And it's really (laughs) amazing. It's like,
1: why did it take me so long? (laughs) Yeah, it's like the universe shakes you up to wake you up. I don't know if you've heard that saying. And I think the universe was like not just shaking me, it was rattling me. It was throwing stones at me, like rocks at my head. And it's a bit like something I heard. I can't remember where I heard it, but it's like a metaphorical story of imagine that you and I and a few others are in um, in the army. And we have to be with our beds made and everything neat in our lockers by 5 a.m. And if not, there's consequences, not just for us, but for everybody on, you know, in in, in, not the ward, but in the room, whatever they call it in the army and we're looking and we're looking at one of our friends let's just call her rachel is happily snoring away and you and i are there our beds are made everything's packed away neatly and the clock is ticking and we know the drill sergeant's going to come any minute tick tock tick tock and rachel's snoring her head off so i say to you jules you're going to have to wake her and you say, well you wake her so we both go and we try and wake her (laughs) and we're shaking her and she's not waking up she rolls over and snores her head off so go, oh my god what we're going to do it's like well we're going to have to really like somebody shout at her so we're shouting rachel wake up and, and roll over and snoring again and it's like right we're gonna have to take drastic action because the clock is ticking and we're looking thinking well if Rachel doesn't wake up we're all gonna face the consequences of whatever that might be so I say to you right you go and get a bucket of cold water and I'll tip her over so you tip her over (laughs) and I get the bucket of cold water and I pour it all over and she wakes up she says what did you do that for and that's a, a little bit like our spiritual journey the way I see it is we don't listen to the gentle calls well i certainly didn't other people out there might be a bit wiser than me you know the whisperings like wake up Solara. wake up darling sweetheart wake up and it's all lovely and then in the end it's like oh for heaven's sake somebody smack her around the head and that's what it was like for my awakening so it's a bit like poor rachel you know in the military dorm dormitory it's a bit like that for me it wasn't a gentle awakening it was a really like you say it's a big boulder right between the eyes so
0: so when did you start getting into the Law of Attraction? Tell us your your story, uh, that you did get a boulder between the eyes, but what really woke you up to the fact that there is a Law of Attraction going on? Did you see, like, the movie, The Secret? Did you – you did.
1: Yeah, so there was a it was a mixture of things. So there was kind of, like, um, gentle whisperings through some books and things um, over time, but the real defining moment was when – I was a single mom and I was in debt up to my eyeballs. My relationships were horrendous, you know, Mm -hmm. upside down, everything upside down, back to front, the wrong way around. It was just a living nightmare, really. Everything I said and did was just creating more, weaving more of a negative web. And I sat there crying because I thought, I just don't know if I I can do this anymore. I found life really hard, you know, I was tired and worn out and felt like everything was just a battle of survival of the fittest. It didn't feel like it was a gentle, nice journey and rainbows and butterflies by any stretch. And I was just flicking through this magazine and I saw this double page spread on The Secret. And there was just something about those pages. It was really weird. It kind of like it's it almost like had magic coming out of them. I know that sounds a bit crazy, but I felt really drawn to the words in there and i was reading it and i just got completely sucked in thinking oh my god you mean i'm creating and i get to create and i got all excited and i'm thinking i need to go buy the book and it was a sunday my daughter was in bed and i was waiting for the um for the book to open and as soon as it did i said to my daughter right we're going to go and buy the book went and sat in waterstones and um, which is the, the book um, shop in the uk and i could not put that book down for months on end. I was completely and utterly drawn into absolutely everything. And I embraced it with my heart, body and soul because to me that that was my way out. It it felt like I was in this real suppressive or oppressive reality, which just felt like rinse, recycle and repeat. It didn't really feel like there were many good experiences. It just felt like everything was really hard and challenging. And this book, it definitely felt like it was the secret, the key to to coming out of it. So yeah, I embraced it from that moment onwards. And some of my manifestations were brilliant. Some of them I wanted to undo because I thought I wanted what, and then when they came, I didn't want them anymore. Um, And then you know, just had some really, really great experiences And it just changed my life, but it wasn't as easy as what it said in The Secret. It it was a brilliant start, but that's all it was because, I'm doing everything that the secret's telling me. I'm visualizing the check. I'm lying in my bed and this a million dollar check is falling out of the ceiling and it's landing on my lap. And, you know, I didn't realize I had to really take action or anything like that. I was just thinking, well, it's just telling me that I just have to visualize and then it will come. So when it didn't come, when the check didn't come out of the ceiling and it didn't land on my lap, I felt a little bit disillusioned. And I thought, you know, is this all just a load of cod's wallet? I don't know if you have that saying in the, in the, in you no, but... I just heard it for the first time. I love it. Though it was a load of codswallop, and then I thought, well, it can't be because I felt such a powerful energy, there must be more to it. And then that's what sent me on the journey of discovering more about the law of attraction. So that was my defining moment that feeling of wanting to just give up. Wow, yeah, and
0: that actually is what motivates us to get going. You know, I was um, 16 years ago when I first heard about the Law of Attraction, I was listening to um, Esther Hicks. And that's what really got me excited about the Law of Attraction. So she was the catalyst uh, to, (laughs) to motivate everybody here in the US, as a matter of fact, because their popularity just skyrocketed immediately. I mean, people were gravitating towards it as an answer. You know, it really became the answer to religion, too. Yes. Because we were always asking for help from an outside entity, mm-hmm. be it God or, or whatever. But we really didn't look at ourselves. And I think that's the defining moment. You know, that we we decided after you read the book, after I read the book, after I heard Esther Hick, that's when I finally read it registered with me that the responsibility does lie in us if we're going Mm -hmm. to get the life that we want. It's just not we just can't pray for it because we're passing off our responsibility to create it.
1: Yes. And it's almost a bit like a, a spiritual bypass as well. I guess it depends on you know, what the listeners believe. But from my perspective, I very much believe in the soul journey. We choose okay. our lifetime, we choose our lessons, if you like, we choose the reality to help us to then create that. So you know, when when we look at the law of attraction, some people see it as, um, you know, it, pretend it's a game of monopoly, like a get out of jail free card that you can just use the law of attraction and you don't have to do any of the journey because it'll just do it all for you. And people are bitterly disappointed when they don't then get the results and they're like, well, it doesn't work. Yes, it <laughs> does work, but there's loads of other spiritual laws and other considerations depending on a person's beliefs, of course, but certainly from the way I teach and from my perspective is... You know, the law of attraction, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't give us, um, like I say, the get out of jail free card, that we don't have to experience the highs and the lows, the ins and the outs and the ups and the downs. You know, our job is to learn to become better than we were yesterday. And and in that, we are going to be faced with challenges. So the way I describe it to some of my coaching clients, and they say, you know, I've been doing my affirmations, I've been doing my visualizations, and I've been getting the opposite of what I want. What is happening? You know, uh, there's some kind of expectation that all they have to do is visualize the life that they want to just roll out on a red carpet for them and they don't really have to do any of the work. So they're focusing on what they want. They're really, really do- showing up and doing the visualization, the affirmation and anything else that needs to come. And then one big, whoosh, this huge challenge comes up and they're saying, why did you do this to me, to the universe? And kind of like passing over the blame, et cetera, et cetera. And the universe is saying, well, you prayed for this outcome, all we're doing is showing you what's in the way for you to overcome and clear in order for you to get there. You know, it's and that's the thing. It's like whenever these challenges come, it's the answered prayer because whatever is available to be unlocked within that challenge is the key to the next level. Okay. So instead of the victim mentality of why is this happening to me, it's like why is this happening for me? What can I unlock, with, unlock within this in order to help me raise my vibration to the next level? And that's kind of like the way I see it. And I think a lot of us, so I was certainly up for the quick fix and the spiritual bypass, for sure. But I realized that that wasn't really going to happen. I had to do the work.
0: <laughs> yeah, darn it, darn it. I but- know, Annoy- annoyingly. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good thing that did happen because it really forced us to look at things a different way. Um. Really? And and actually all of the uh, hard things that we go through in life, they're there and we're supposed to be learning from them, not just accepting them. We're supposed to be learning from them because that's how we get to the next step, the next level. And so, yeah, it's um, this thing called life is really amazing.
1: Yeah, it isn't it just yeah. It's a very interesting um, school, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. You know, some people refer to it a little bit like um, the Matrix. You know, the film, the Matrix, and yeah. we're in a training simulation. You know, where every single a reality, every every single reality, I guess that we find ourselves in, it's a training ground. And some people will refer to it as becoming like the ultimate spiritual warrior. You know, like I am in this intense training ground right now. And some of these training um, simulations can be really, really difficult, you know, bring us to our knees. Mm -hmm. But it's those are the ones that reveal the most light and give us the opportunity for the most growth. And it's always, always darkest before dawn, right? We know that. And we're just about to break through and some people then give up and then kind of go slip back into that why is that happening to me mentality and the universe is going oh no she was just about to make the biggest breakthrough ever so it's a bit like a game of snakes and ladders that you choose to go down the ladder because you can't cope with it that's
0: right that's right that's a very good analogy of everything well so you were talking about the metaphysics, which I'm really into. I think every, anybody who listens to the law of attraction is really into the metaphysics. So there's uh, life and there's death. And what happens to um, us as we go into the next phase into another life?
1: Oh, what a lovely question. Oh, this is lovely. I wish I'd have brought myself a nice cup of tea and some chocolate now because I feel like we're getting into some really juicy stuff. I, love it. So, I mean, I've been doing, I've been studying the possibilities of what happens. I mean, I, I guess it's not until you leave the physical realm that you will know for yourself. And I think as, as there are as many people that walk the planet and as many beliefs, there are that many different possibilities and realities. But you do get certain reports of people saying... You know, when you leave the physical body it feels like you're taking off a tight shoe because this is really you know quite a claustrophobic environment that you don't realize how claustrophobic it is until your spirit leaves but you know just in a nutshell the way i've come to understand it we leave our body depending on what our earthly experience is like we may go into what they call holiday land for a while just for us to recalibrate and kind of get our um senses uh, about us if you like but then eventually we will go into a space with our guides, angels, whatever you want to call them, where we will then have an opportunity to review our life. And the way I see it is a bit like having a huge movie screen with a remote control and you have your popcorn and, and yeah. you know, it's a very loving environment. There's no judgment at all. And it's right. let's have a look. This is what you chose to learn and overcome in this lifetime let's have a look at what you were able to achieve what you did really really well what you could potentially look to try again in the next lifetime and it's a very very honest and loving and frank conversation and then after that you know you do get to uh, the way that i see it we get the opportunity to look at you know where we may have um Made a massive difference in other people's lives without even knowing it. All the good stuff, all the other stuff, you know, all the kind of like maybe egoic, kind of driven behavior, reactivity. But at the end of the day, it boils down to right, let's look at well, what did you manage to overcome? And are you ready to go again? Now, some people are going, no, 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 I need a break. <laughs> but eventually, our soul actually wants to. Whether it's, you know, some people believe in multi the multiverse, so and there is a belief that the earth is only one school. So, so many people will choose the earth school because actually, apparently, it's the hardest out of all of them because the fear versus love is such a powerful illusion. The fear we get dragged in. Now, this, when it comes to the law of attraction, the, the fear vibration, this is where a lot of people don't know that they manifest from that platform of fear and lack, desperation, worry, some people greed, whatever it might be, and then wonder why they don't get the outcomes that they really want. It's because the base vibration is more of that fear-based energy. So I believe our whole life journey is learning to move from fear to love, and it's within the vibration of love that we do master manifestations that's when it's really heart aligned. And that's when we can really see true magic. So it's kind of like going through a journey of transformation, moving from the limited to the limitlessness, moving from the head, which is the ego and the logic into the heart, you know, it's kind of like learning to overcome ourself more than anything, and transcending our own ego. And that's when we start to notice the magic. And I think that's the the part that people want to get to but try and spiritually bypass the journey and not do the actual inner deep transformational work to get there so that's kind of like the way I see it and then when you're ready to go again your guides will say right what is it that you want to learn now and you go well I wouldn't mind learning a little bit of patience and and maybe a bit of trust so then you will have different people on your pathway that will say I'll help you to learn that but it's gonna mean that I'm gonna to have to cause you pain to take all the trust away from you in order for you to find it. So this is what we then call soul contracts. So the way that I teach the law of attraction is very much intermingled with the soul journey. Mm-hmm. That, that's why I bring in you know, the law of cause and effect, the law of responsibility, the law of projection, because that's what then takes all of this to a completely different um, level. So I don't know, does that answer your question?
0: Yes, yes, yes. And it reminds me because uh, you're probably too young, but there was a a series called Star Trek and they were really defining the law of attraction in a couple of those episodes. And it's like, you look back at those episodes and I'm going, my goodness, they they had it down. That's what they were projecting out in Star Trek. Is how you create your life.
1: Wow! By
0: your thoughts, and I—I I mean, I was—I think I was in like the seventh or eighth grade when that was airing, and it's like, oh my goodness, we've actually known about it for so many years, and here I am, still learning about it after doing this show for almost sixteen years, and. I'm, I'm still learning about it. I learn through what you just said, and it helps bring me back into that magical place where I can realize how powerful I am. That's yes. what that's what's so miraculous. And all these times, I felt sorry for myself and I felt bad. I couldn't do this. I, and it's like, my goodness. I focused so hard on what went wrong when I didn't really see what was magically happening. We get stuck and we get blinded and it's like, okay, all right, this is great. Now
1: I, I, my mind is opening
0: to the absolute miracles of life.
1: Uh, and I love that because life is really magical. And I think, you know, from a very young age, you know, we're kind of like through um, the system, if you like, we're, we're, we're kind of numbed, you know, from a young age where our creativity is kind of squashed. We're, you know, not forced to, but we're kind of like um, guided, in, if you like, into these different educational boxes. And many people right. don't really fit there. So a lot of people that end up having... You know, feelings of not feeling good enough and well, self-esteem issues and the creativity. And eventually, you know, we kind of lose that magic and we lose that spark. And it's that magic and that spark that we need in order to really become those magic makers. So manifest great manifestors. And that's why I think a lot of people struggle to connect with the playful feelings because manifesting is all about feeling and fun and flow. But a lot of people struggle with that because they've had it squashed out of them through the systems oh, of life.
0: gosh, yes.
1: You know, so it's like, well, how do I bring about my, you know, how do I let my inner child just come out and play? You know, how can I help her to say, actually, you, you don't need to stay in that box anymore, darling. It's time to come and play. Let's let's make some magic together. And I noticed that when people connect to, you know, their inner child and the inner child is allowed to come out and play the way she wanted to when she was younger, but probably wasn't allowed. That's when people then start to connect with the real um, magical essence which starts to really open up the energy field a little bit more and some of it's to do with healing as well right you know like with hurts and pains and and traumas and stuff from the past it, it, it does affect our field massively so you know it does stop us from vibrating on that higher frequency because there's a lot of unresolved things hanging around within our biofield. So when we then go in and do some of the deeper kind of shadow work and limiting beliefs and things like that that's when we can really start to become our own alchemists so we turn our own base metal into gold so in other words we turn our own darkness into light and we start to transmute and transform some of that old energy which then in turn we start to notice in our reality that things are shifting by what we then start to attract to us law of attraction
0: wonderfully put and very magically put as well i like that so so we're we're here to have fun but we forgot to have that fun yes we forgot that magical fun
1: magical ingredient is exactly that yeah
0: so that's what you are going to teach us in your show right because what you just told us is so fascinating and a great perspective
1: yeah thank you and I do think it's very really important like I was just recording the show today actually and I broke out into song on that particular show today I it just happened sometimes I just I just end up singing and it's different strokes for different folks but I, I do encourage people to go and put some music on and and have a dance or get some paints out and and paint and make something and allow that creativity to come up and out because it's that creativity which we need in order to to really use our imagination to manifest, but also to raise the vibrations. And it is about fun and flow. If anybody is in, you know, dense vibration due to, you know, things happen in life, right? And sometimes we, we can't help them. There are certain things that I believe that are out of our control you know, whether it be death of a loved one or, you know, something that come, kind of comes unexpected, it does knock a person. And and some people struggle to then recover from that and try and manifest from that lower vibrational perspective. And I say to people, when you're in that point and you don't feel like you can come from that place of fun and flow, unplug from all of your manifestations for a while, just while you uh, you bring your yourself back to a stable, energetic point and frequency where you start to feel good a little bit more lighthearted then you can put your magic pants back on and start <laughs> manifesting again but until that point there's just don't do it because you'll only then get the opposite of what you want and then you'll get disheartened and disillusioned thinking this doesn't work when it does work it's just your base vibration it's called a vibration reset which is what i recommend for some people to go on when they're in that kind of lower ebb and it's like well i really want to manifest this i'm like well you're not going to manifest anything until we've got your vibration sorted and set so you know that's when i recommend um you know these different modalities to to move from that lower to that higher frequency but yeah it is about having fun and it's about playing so it's a bit like peter pan i do i do i do believe in fairies and you have to get to that point where you actually believe it And then that's when you will see it. And, of course, you've heard that before. One lady said to me, oh, well, I'll believe it when I see it. And I'm like, that's the problem. Yeah. You've
0: got got to believe it to see it. Yeah. Yeah, you need to feel it to see it. (laughs) Exactly. You know, that's really amazing. That's a very, very good point. So let's, do you believe in astrology?
1: I do. I do. Very much. Oh, yes.
0: Good. I I'm a I've been I was raised by astrology, but um, so we're in the next month, we're going into Mercury retrograde for all Woo! of September. And <laughs> you know, I just wanna I always kind of wanna give everybody the heads up. You know, things are gonna go a little haywire, but that's okay. yeah wonky it's going to be a little it's going to be but you're going to get through it depending well of course you're going to get through it but and then there's signs that if you don't understand mercury retrograde you can go in deeper on the internet and review and see which signs are going to be most affected and then you can rest assured if things pop up it's like okay, that's not a problem. It's going to pass because it's retrograde. There is a reason. Always stuff that happens during retrograde. There's a perfect reason for it. And it really is an eye opener. But I do like to prepare people to understand Mm. that it's not the end of the world. It's okay.
1: It's only three weeks, right? And there's always opportunities for growth. So everything is happening for us all the time. So we know that... Technology goes really wonky during the retrograde. So, and I I had that at the weekend. I'm thinking, okay, this retrograde, I'm starting to feel it already because my internet went down and it went, it was super frustrating. But I thought, what is this here to teach me? And it's like, well, actually, well, maybe you're not meant to be at your computer. Maybe you're meant to be with your family and your friends having a good time. So, why don't you just put everything aside and go and have some fun? And that's what I did. So, instead of getting frustrated, it was frustrating to start with, don't get me wrong. But instead of that, I managed to turn that around and say, well, what is this? How is this happening for? me what is my gift within this and i think that's what we have to kind of go into these retrogrades with but as a matter of interest jules what is your um star sign what's your sun sign gemini ah okay so you're ruled by mercury too i'm virgo Ah, (laughs) we're gonna have some fun is it our signs that are affected then yes lovely
0: our signs yeah Yeah,
1: yes i know they're generally affected but i guess they're the most affected
0: yeah Okay, this so time I want to, but it's all good.
1: It, it's just like okay, it's all good. That's what I like. I was just about to say to you, right? I'm apologizing in advance.
0: <laughs> well, it just means that, like, you had the computer problems. Yeah, we're just gonna get a little bit more of that. It's not quite oh, over well. yet, and it's like That's okay, easy. we can handle that. When does it start
1: then? When does the retrograde um, start? It starts September sixth. But you start feeling it leading up to it, don't you? Yeah, and
0: we have right. been feeling it for the last um, couple of weeks. Yes. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, it's funny that you and I are both in this
1: <laughs> yeah. circle this, this time of feeling it the most. Yeah, we'll have to swap notes and then, like, share. What we'll have to do is come up with a, a retrograde SOS um, first aid kit. Yeah, the law of attraction. Great. Yeah, that's a great idea. It's actually quite a good idea, that not it? So, what we'll do is go through the journey over the next few weeks, write down all our remedies. There you go, perfect. And so, I, I also recommend
0: not using um alcohol as a remedy <laughs> <during the laughs> yeah. because you'll only get terrible hangovers. It's not <laughs> worth it. It's not no. worth it absolutely not <laughs> that's funny but you could do
1: you know other great things like taking a bubble bath relaxing. oh lovely yes absolutely chilling out yeah yeah, yeah. there's a whole yeah. bunch of things
0: yeah you know what we do need to come up with an sos package for time yeah. stage, retrograde you know what that's a great project for us I we think it's
1: brilliant. This. We can do this absolutely, and as long as you're equipped with your little first aid, your retro retrograde first aid kit, <laughs> you'll you'll come out shining rather yeah. than crawling at crawling at the other side of the retrograde, <laughs> you know, gasping for every breath. <laughs> you come out like Wonder Woman. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, it just also means, um, and I've been hearing the UK and. Of course the u s we're going through political uh garbage, like you wouldn't believe, mm. um oh my goodness, and it's like, okay, just expect it to get a little bit more wonky, because yes. it's going to, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then we've got um uh like i r s agents um coming down on people for taxes and everything the oh, my word. and so it's okay, we're going to visualize something different. Now, isn't that putting the law of attraction to use? What can we do to offset this period of time?
1: I love that. What a great question. And actually, whilst you were talking, it reminded me, um, I don't watch, well, we don't watch the TV at all. We don't read the newspapers. I went on a negativity diet around about 2009 and I never really came back on it because I realized that um, through watching the news and reading the newspapers it really lowered my energy it made me feel scared and there was actually nothing that I could do about it but Mm -hmm. so when I decided to go on this negativity diet it was not that I wasn't willing to do something I thought I'm going to make a difference in people's lives and teach people that our reality is what we make it and everything that we see you know happening outside of us is an opportunity for our own growth in some way or another but what we can do and this is what I love to do and I do this on some of my um, events is I ask people to hold the vision of the world the way we the way that it ultimately is heading towards we're just going through this wonky phase while everything corrects itself because we kind of thought we kind of feel that the world's turning upside down but it's actually turning the right way up because it was already upside down it's just we're in that kind of mishmashy um part of that where it's very very cloudy and and wonky we've used that i think i hope you're going to call the show the wonky show <laughs> we have used that <laughs> word a lot today um, so everything will settle but if we can you know just stay heart-centered i i think anyway and, and help each other out and stay connected as communities and share this wisdom far and wide with as many people as possible and hold the vision of a new earth then i think we're definitely feeding um have you ever heard of the battle of the two wolves no uh, so i was just about to say feeding the right wolf and then i thought well you might not know what i mean you may have heard it so i'll share it with you super quickly and then um it's good for the listeners to hear anyway a native american indian was sat talking to his grandson he said son there's a battle going on inside of all of us a battle between two wolves one wolf is full of fear full of anger full of greed full of anxiety, full of impatience. The other wolf is full of love and trust and patience and surrender and tolerance. And the little boy sat there for a little while and he thought, he said, Grandfather, if there's this battle, which wolf wins? And he says, my son, whichever one you feed. Ooh. And I loved that, Jules. I thought, oh, my God. So all this time I've been feeding my negative. I didn't even know I had wolves inside of me, but I certainly know that my my negative wolf was big and strong because I'd fed it its whole life. So I needed to start learning to feed the positive wolf. But taking this to the collective consciousness is we all have the ability to feed the positive collective consciousness on the planet. And we all have a responsibility in some way, in our own unique way, to do that and we can use the law of attraction to envisage a new more more positive more loving more powerful earth where yeah we will still have challenges but we help each other grow through them so we step out of that judgment and out of that you know kind of egoic opinionation and we help each other so I believe now it's the time to hold hands really and help each other to rise up and out of the illusion of the negative aspect of stuff, because there's so much positive going on all the time and where attention goes. Energy flows. Yeah, exactly. You know, I like to um,
0: uh, be around people who can make me laugh at those times. And I think that's really something very positive that everybody can do is when something gets so bleak or dark that, you do something hilarious so that you can lift, uplift everyone around you. And the yeah. laughter kind of shakes it all out of you. And that's, what, it. It, it, that's what needs to be done is for yeah. you to really feel totally different through the release of a good laugh.
1: I love that. I absolutely love that. And I, I, I really felt the calling for that once. And I booked into a laughter workshop. I thought, well, that's what I need. So I'm going to have to go to a laughter workshop. Anyway, when I arrived there, it was the unfunniest thing I'd ever been to. <laughs> it was absolutely terrible. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, there's me. I'm here to raise my vibrations because I know I need to laugh more. And anyway, it was through the fact that it was so unfunny that it became funny. And I just started laughing hysterically, thinking, what on earth has the universe done putting me here? And then because I was laughing uncontrollably, this other man started laughing uncontrollably. And then everybody, within about 20 minutes, in fits of laughter that we could barely breathe. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> it was so lovely. So you can find, like, laughter workshops and all sorts. You know, there's laughing yoga. I don't know if you've ever heard yes, of that. Yes.
0: Yeah. That works like really it. well.
1: Yeah. Or turn on a
0: funny movie or, or, you know, there's uh, so many things that you can do. But the decision has got to be the person's decision that wants to move out of their uh, way of thinking and get into a lighter form of themselves. They have to do it themselves. So it's up to us, each one individually to say, I've had enough. I need a break. I'm yes. gonna go have some fun
1: it's It's that conscious choice, isn't it? it's It's choosing that fork in the road that you can keep going down that kind of like same trajectory of doom and gloom and negativity So like actually no, I am the creative reality I my reality, and I get to change this right? What am I going to do? and it's consciously making that choice that then changes that path. So I love what you've said there and and you just stated
0: the positive purpose of living is for you to go through it and then come out smiling and we got to stop coming out crying (laughs) 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 yes we we have to physically emotionally totally change the way that we think and act it's up to us nobody else we've got to do it and in that respect, that's how we get to be a, an incredible manifester.
1: I totally agree. And I love what you said there. You know, we've got to come out, um, we've, got, we've got to stop coming out crying and we've got to come out smiling. And as you said that, it made me think, you know, a lot of people will will come out of this lifetime, like looking like they've been dragged through a hedge backwards, you know, like the hair all backcombed and, you know, kind of bruises and scars all over the place. But it doesn't have to be that way. You know, yes, life is going to have its challenges but it's meant to because they're meant to help us to become stronger kinder wiser and i'll give a, a really quick example of that um i'd been on this pathway since 2003 actually and i had my my manifesting awakening 2006 etc etc but i had been doing a lot of work around louise hay and the mind body connection and um to one day i'll get a little bit more into my my earlier life it was very very traumatic my dad was an alcoholic schizophrenic i regularly beat on my mom the emotional games in the house. it was very dark i mean it's very i was incubating in a lot of negativity over a prolonged period of time which i know my soul chose but it was very very difficult In 2015 Um, I got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. I was very sick, very, very sick. I was in a wheelchair, Um, not all the time, just on, on a family holiday. I just couldn't walk. I couldn't come down the stairs. I had to come down on my bum because I just couldn't, I couldn't walk. And I remember just screaming at the universe saying, why, why are you doing this to me? And the pain was absolutely excruciating. And it wasn't until I'd really started to come to terms with the fact that this was my gift. This was my opportunity to heal some deeper wounds from my earlier years. But also I knew that this autoimmune disease was a teacher and I had to open the door, invite this teacher in, let it sit down on the sofa and make a cup of tea and it was gonna stay as long as my soul needed it to while I had to learn what I needed to learn from it. And I tell you what, this sounds like, the, it probably won't sound weird to you, but it made to some people, the best thing that I ever that could ever have happened to me was getting that sick because it cracked me open more than ever. I became more loving, kinder, more compassionate, more relatable, more authentic, and the gifts that came as a result of that, they just kept coming. So somebody said to me, even though it was really, really difficult for you to go through that, and you and you had the opportunity to erase that and never to experience it, would you? I would say, no, absolutely not. Not because I'm a complete nutter and enjoy pain, it's far from it. I love the gifts that that experience has brought me and helped me to be who I am today. And I think that's important for us to remember is that the the law of attraction, like I said, and we've said it earlier on in the show, it's not a get out of jail free card. There are things that are going to happen, but within each thing, there's an extraordinary gift, which is the answer to the prayer. So I thought I would just share that little snippet. Beautiful.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we are all out of time, but I can't thank you enough. And I'm so thrilled that you are on the network. The listeners are going to love you. I'm sure they've already heard you. You've already had a terrific response. So keep on bringing the wisdom because we're we're just, oh my goodness, I'm just so tickled i could listen (laughs) to you forever it's just wonderful so thank you so much
1: i could talk to you forever so thank you so much for this opportunity i've absolutely loved it it's been so lovely so thank you
0: oh well thank you and to all my wonderful listeners have a great week and don't forget to ask the universe for a sign bye-bye for now thank you so much for joining us we'll be back next week with another great show from law of attraction talk radio If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to Jules at LOARadioNetwork.com and have a great week.